The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome, Major League Rugby fans, for one more episode of our Run, Kick, or Pass interview. And on this occasion, we have the San Diego Legion player, Sam Wuching, joining us. Sam, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do the show. Excellent. Well, we're happy to have you, of course. Now, for those of you that are not yet familiar with how this interview works, we're going to introduce Rob Hammerschmidt, who is our man at the task to be able to put uh, Sam Wuching to the test in our run, pass, or kick interview. And joining me, not only do we have Rob, we also got Scott Farrar from the Rooney Supporters Club, and us together are the MLR Rant team. So thank you for joining us. We're going to hand it over to you, Rob, to be able to tell us more. First of all, thanks for joining, Sam. Uh, here's the test. Uh, it's run, pass, or kick. Basically, it works like this. You can run with a question, and I'll prompt you before each question, by the way. And if you run with it, it suggests that you're going to go and answer the question to the best of your ability. If you pass on a question, it means that you just choose not to answer the question. We'll move on. If you choose to kick the question, you are kicking it back to one of us. If you don't suggest uh, that it's either Ty or Scott, I'll assume it's me, and I'll go ahead and answer uh, in a way that I think you might be inclined to answer. And you can grade us on that, too. You can say that's a terrible answer or that's perfect or just say nice work, whatever. Um, so are you ready for the run, pass, or kick challenge, Sam? I am ready. Let's do it. All right, mate. We're going to start you off easy. Um I'm a teacher, and in the lunchroom conversations, one of the things we had a big discussion about one day was the posse uh, question. And it, and it went like this. Uh, let's say you are granted a one weekend in Las Vegas pass, right? All access pass in Vegas, and you can choose four other people to roll in your posse, living or dead. Who would those four people be? And uh, I'm going to add a piece onto this. What kind of car would you roll in, brah? <laughs> So I'm going to run with this one, of course. Right on. So let's say rolling in a Ferrari. You know you know how we roll. Getting up in Las Vegas with a Ferrari. Let's say I got a hmm, – that's a tough one. You know, I got uh, 
I got one of my uh, my best man for my wedding. He's a Navy SEAL. He's on deployment right now. Be well, that's a good guy if you get in trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, good guy to have there. Boom. His name's Tama. I got him there. I'll take our skip, you know, Joe Peterson. You know, it's always good to get on the, on the good side of uh, the captain. Um, I'll take Chris Peterson, the coach of Washington. <laughs> I'd be fun to see. You know, he's always he's a, he's a tip-top guy, you know, hair slicked back, and I want to see what, what he's like, you know, in Vegas. So let's see that. Let's take him. <laughs> and then let's get someone in from the past. Let's go. Man, let's see. Let's do. Jeez. Jeez, 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 jeez. Let's go with. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take my dad. My dad. Nice. Nice. I can save that one. You know. <laughs> you have to behave then. Yeah. Baby, <laughs> pack. It's not his father-in-law, it's his dad. So he's probably okay. <laughs> Although, by the sounds of it, with a with a Navy SEAL in there and a couple other guys in the sports world, I'm a little worried about all four of you, five of you fitting in a Ferrari. That's a bit of a concern. You might... Extended cap. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a great answer. We like it. It's honest. And uh, I really like to say loyal to your friends and family, the people that know you best. You didn't go out there and try to – get, you know, some, some Hollywood star or starlet for that matter. You stayed true to your roots and that's awesome. Uh, so let's go back to your roots a little bit. Um, how did your football career prepare you for professional rugby run pass, or kick on this one? I'm going to run with it. So football division one, highest you can get. I think the environment prepared me the most for rugby, professional rugby, uh, I mean, the environment in football is top class. You can't beat it. The facilities are amazing. You have to be the best. You have to work to be the best if you want to be seen, if you want to see the field. And I think those um, those things in the aspect of, you know, being the best you can, transitioning over to rugby, that really helped me. So I'd say that. Okay. And, th- and that's an interesting answer because you talk about the top class facilities at a division one football program. Obviously the NFL, the next step beyond that is going to have incredible facilities right at your fingertips. Uh, so uh, being that as it may in 2017, you chose to forego the NFL draft and pursue your rugby career. What made you choose rugby over football? I think one that's the question can. everyone wants to know. I'll, I'll run with that. You know, everyone wants to know that question. I think, you know, the simple answer, it, it all comes down to, you know, what I truly loved. And, uh, you know, what I truly loved were making memories. And I think that money can take you so far. You know, I was I grew up in a Polynesian household and and I was always, you know, embedded in me from my parents that memories and relationships and and, uh, you know, having a good time in life is going to, is going to, those are the things that you're going to remember later in life. And of course, you, you know, with money, you can do a lot of things, but I thought that the road, um, down to playing rugby, were going to give me those memories that I wanted. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to make, meet amazing people, you know, from around the world. And I got to do so. I got to, you know, create and meet amazing people and friendships that are last, you know, a lifetime. And, you know, I'm like, happy with my decision. 
Awesome. Well, we're, we're definitely happy with your decision here uh, as Major League Rugby fans because you bring a level of excitement and a quality of play that um, rivals amongst the best in the league. And, and it certainly has risen this league to a, to a high standard very quickly in our short three seasons. So your efforts are much appreciated. Moving forward, run, pass, or kick, which is a more physical sport, football or rugby, given that you've played at a very high level at, in both sports? All right, I'll run with it. I, I got to say that um, rugby is more physical. Football is more ferocious. So football, you have the five-second blast of, you know, a 300- or 400-pound guy running right into you and you having to hold, you know, hold the edge of the line and, you know, having the, the ability to, create the same blow to hit him back and you know i'd say football is more ferocious but rugby is more definitely more you know physical right because you got the great debates in sport is yeah. which is tougher right and that's yeah. really come to be uh prevalent uh with marquette king's uh comment that he would easily uh dominate rugby but as you so rightly point out that there are different aspects and different ways that the sport is intense at different levels. So I think that that's a fair assessment uh, there. And uh, ultimately, like you say, it comes down to being able to not who hits harder, but you know, it's a completely different game because rugby, you take more hits throughout the game, more tackles. um, But in football, of course, the intensity of it is far greater. And Sam, I have a question real quick. Uh, So sure, go ahead. Um, first of all, Marquette King, he doesn't play football. He's a kicker. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This, guy's, this guy's throwing out stuff like, oh, I, I, you know, kill it in rugby. The guy kicks. You know, I know what kickers do at training. They walk around the field, <laughs> drop the ball, make sure it's perfect angle. They don't do the weight room stuff. Check they don't, you know. Yeah, they do that stuff. They, they hang around in their little posse special teams posse and you know I would love to see that guy come out to any type of rugby training I think he'd be <laughs> I love it you um, know, it's so, interesting I have a, I have a question being a college yeah. football guy um obviously I was a fan of yours at Washington so how come you don't wear your eye black like that while you're playing rugby <laughs> you know people ask me that you know maybe one of these years I'll, I'll bring it out surprise surprise everyone but you know I think just in rug in in rugby, there's you know you're sweating a lot and like I'm always you know doing stuff like this or wiping my jersey and you know in football it it you're not. Are you allowed, saying you don't sweat in football? You sweat a lot. You sweat a lot. You have your helmet, so it's hard for you to I'll mess around. Easy, yeah, easy, yeah. The layup yeah, was there. The layup was there. You can go to the sideline <laughs> and get a towel to wipe off too. You don't have to wipe it yeah. on your jersey. Yeah. Oh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe my last game plan. I'll bring it up. That's well, awesome. we we hope that doesn't happen for a long time, and you have a long career in the Major League Rugby uh, here. And and uh, while you play for the Legion, and you know, we we have our own allegiances. We certainly love what you do for the Legion. Um, so uh, you answer, actually answered my next question about Mark uh, Marquette King uh, and your initial response. It's pretty clear how you responded. And I, by the way, liked your diplomatic answer about football and rugby. It was very diplomatic and very polished, my friend. Well done. Uh, a chapeau to you. 
Um, so moving forward, let's get into the San Diego Legion a little bit. Run, pass, or kick. Why do you think the San Diego Legion stand out as one of the top franchises in Major League Rugby? Is it just about the wins, or is there something else magical about them? I'll run with it. I think uh, I think it all comes down to the culture. I think, you know, from day one, Legion has, you know, embedded in all of us a culture of brotherhood, strength, and, you know, being – a legion, you know, all together as one. And we do activities and stuff like that. And I think the coaches did an amazing job of recruiting people that they think would, you know, fit right in and, and carry on that torch. And I think, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. It's just the culture. You know, everyone on every team has talent. You know, they have big-name people. They have, you know, the, the hometown kid that, you know, works hard. Every team has that, I think. Um, and every team can win at any at any given time and I think it just comes down to the culture and us you know um going back to you know our foundation of, of what we say our house in legion our foundation of our house when things kind of get kind of get dirty in the game things kind of get don't go our way we you know we relate back to that foundation of how we build our house and uh yeah we just keep trekking along and yeah I think that's about it that sounds awesome so speaking of culture uh, run past or kick on this one. There is a uh, very illustrious, shall we say, new member that's coming into that culture. I believe his name is uh, Chris Robshaw. He might have played rugby uh, at a high level. But, uh, <laughs> have you had a chance to to chat with uh, with uh, Chris Robshaw uh, yet? And uh, what was your initial reaction to the signing? Did you kind of know it was in the works, or or did, was this just as much news to you as it was to us? Yeah, so I'll run with it. So I got the call. Well, honestly, I didn't know that he was going to be signed at first because I thought New York. Everyone thought New York. And I was like, oh, I mean, it didn't even cross my mind. And one of our owners called me up. Um, I was on a road trip with my my parents came in town uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, I knew there was something in the works with signing another back row because, you know, we need some some depth and some experience and and uh, the owner called me up and said hey I got some great news you know we, we got another guy to play on the other side of you blah 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 it's gonna be an amazing and I was like oh who is this and he said oh it's Chris Rothschild and I was like what I thought this guy was going to New York and and I was I was super stoked super happy um uh, yeah uh yeah I think it was cool uh, he said one of the you know main things or one of the things that Chris wants to do is grow the game as well. And, and uh, yeah, he wants to teach all the young players and the experienced players and all players. And, and I'm super excited to learn from him. And uh, yeah, uh, we've been talking a little bit here and there. Uh, he signed, hit, uh, hit me up and yeah, I mean, trying to build chemistry now and uh, yeah. It's been cool. Awesome. Well, we hope he works well in your culture and, and can again used to develop what the Legion have going on there. I'm going to move forward. You've actually talked about a couple of times your family and the importance of family. So I'm going to get back to those roots a little bit with this next question. Run, pass, or kick. It has been publicized that an ownership group is making a push for a Hawaiian franchise in Major League Rugby. Given the distance and expense, some suggest that it is not a realistic for this young league. Yet the ownership group is intent on tapping into the athleticism and the Polynesian culture down there in the Pacific to generate interest. Being of Samoan descent and Hawaiian born and bred, 
do you think that Hawaii can put forward a successful franchise, run past your kick with this? Run. Um, well, of course they can. I mean, that's I'm never going to go against my hometown, my home state. Hawaii has an unbelievable pool of talent, and it goes unnoticed because kids, um, kids and, you know, just slip by because they either, you know, want to provide for their family, and sports can't do that right now with grades or what, whatever the reason is. So they go right into work. And there's so much talent out there. It, Hawaii is a, is, a, is a pool of Tongans, Samoans, Fijians, Kiwi, Australian, like a whole bunch of, you know, these Polynesian, um, you know, places. And there's kids and there's people here that have a wealth of experience, you know, through their families and stuff. And I think um, – I think Hawaii would definitely be a force to reckon with, with the talent there. And, uh, yeah, just the little finer details like travel. I mean, shoot, Toronto to Hawaii, like that's a that's going to be tough. But, you know, finding a way around that, um, I think that would be a huge, a huge thing just for Hawaii too. Hawaii's never had a pro team. And I think that would just mean, you know, the world to the people there. And growing the game of rugby. Now, now let's go to that a little bit. Um, obviously, some recent athletes that have joined the NFL ranks, they've had a, a great list of Hawaiians that have been and played in the NFL. And obviously, two of the more recent have been phenomenal athletes out of college. Uh, Tua, he's obviously going to be, be be a pro and, and has been drafted. And then Marcus Mariota um, has, has had a pretty good pro career. Will a Hawaiian franchise pull some of those really solid athletes, do you think, from the Polynesian culture out of football into rugby? Yeah, I think I think the thing why there isn't more Polynesians from Hawaii in college, which there is a whole bunch, is that Hawaii is so hard to travel to. You know, recruiters and whatnot from the East Coast, SEC, ACC, you know, unless you're a huge standout player like Tua or Marcus, no one's flying over there, you know? Like, it's, it's, I mean, it's a vacation trip for them if they do. So to have a team right there in the, on the back door of, you know, this huge player pool and just, to, you know, there's a whole bunch of players, even, you know, I have cousins that are playing at UH and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, won't ever touch the NFL and, and might go right back into work. You know, to have an MLR team right there at, the UH Combine, talking to these guys as well, you know, that's just, that's huge. You can tell these kids, hey, you don't make the NFL, we'll sign you here or we'll take you on a practice team, develop you. I mean, there's some big boys there. There's definitely some untapped talent as far as the rugby yeah. community and developing those kids that the Major League Rugby can pull from. Moving forward, you've talked about the importance of the culture that's been built uh, over there in San Diego. And obviously you'll just look at the television feeds. Terrero, Terrero stadium is absolutely electric. One of the best crowds, the cohorts phenomenal. Uh, it speaks volumes to what you guys do on the field, but moving forward, run past or kick. If you didn't play for the Legion, which other MLR team would you love to play for and why? I'm going to kick this. Yeah. Scott, but I'm going to change it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't choose Rooney or Legion. 
Okay. Well, honestly, if, if there was a Hawaiian franchise and it was contract time, <laughs> I think that would actually be a hard decision for you. Um, with the current current teams right now, honestly, I think you fit in with the Giltinis. You you have something that they need: experience, not in the MLR international experience. Um, you're a solid pack player. They currently do not have that much of a pack based on signings, public signings. Um, so that would be also a big signing for them. So um, I think you would get a nice little uh, bump there for the Giltinis. And Scott thinks you would look great in the colors, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Scott thinks everybody would look good in the colors. So. Yeah, but so far everybody's agreed with him, though, Rob. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point, my friends. Awesome. So you have an what would it be? I wanted to know. He kicked it, but that's tough. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so uh, now let's talk a little bit about uh, as a sportsman, as somebody that not only represents San Diego Legion, but has also represented uh, this country, uh, your eagle number 519. Uh, yep. And there's some significant political issues that are coming into this sporting world. Uh, obviously, that's the issues of race and, and uh, racial injustice and issues of equality. So I'm going to give you the run pass an option, run pass kick option here. Given the ongoing racial issues in America, the issue of athletes kneeling during the national anthem seems to have resurfaced. Would you kneel during the anthem in support of Americans that face racial injustice and discrimination? Uh, yeah, you know, you know, in support of all my brothers that play for this country, in support of all my brothers, and just just for that reason, I would kneel. Okay, so clearly, you know, just, so, just for the injustice reason. Gotcha. So it's 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 about injustice. It's not about yeah, disrespecting that, anybody too. else. I have I have a brother right now deployed and, and everything that it's nothing with the military any of that just to support my brothers I, I feel like um, you know part of our country is hurting right now and the main thing that they need is support and absolutely. you know I can, I think I feel like I can do that so yeah absolutely solid yeah. solid okay moving forward I mentioned your eagle number five nineteen. Just this week, USA Rugby and the city of Glendale announced a partnership to move the U.S. national team's headquarters to Infinity Park in Glendale, Colorado. Run, pass, or kick, what advantages does this provide to U.S. national team players like yourself? Kick. Tie. Kick. Uh-oh. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Kick too. I was trying to get a message. <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on. Can I pause? <laughs> no, I missed it. Give it to me. I'll, again. I'll start. I'll start him off. Typing a message. Colorado being a central location in the United States, it's very easy for guys East Coast, West Coast, North South to get there. The right. question was, what are the, what are what are the pros of having Glendale as the national uh, forum for for rugby right oh, now? Oh yeah, no. Well, give me an hour. Um, <laughs> no, ultimately, as you so, so rightly pointed out, it's it's a, a great established venue. The facilities are wonderful. Obviously, Sam, you could agree, attest to that too. The training facilities, everything's set up. The offices are set up. You know, 
with the with the exit of of the Raptors, it leaves a void not only for for Rugby Town USA and Infinity Park, but for the community that supported rugby there before. So you instantly have a built-in audience for it to be a home. It would be supported. They have the facilities. They have the rugby administration power behind them. Uh, they've been doing it long, and they've been doing it successfully. Of course, that can also be disagreed upon given re recent evidence. But we have to count it all the way back from 2007 when they first started, not just their recent history. So it would be unfair to be able to, in my opinion, to be able to base it just on what has happened with the Raptors uh, and look at what good they've done overall and see how uh, Rugby USA has conducted their affairs recently. I think that anybody could do better. <laughs> so it's a happy home, I think. I agree. All right, one last question, and we'll let you go. Run, pass, or kick. World Rugby just issued a statement about the success of Rugby World Cup 2019. Among other successes, it produced 4.3 million pounds of revenue. Recently, just this last week, it's resurfaced that the United States should make a bid for 2027 or 2031. Would a bid for the Rugby World Cup and ultimately being granted a World Cup in either of those years do you think it would be a blessing or a curse for United States rugby? I'll run with it. I think, I think looking back at our history with getting World Cups and stuff, I think it would be a positive thing, you know, just like in, in soccer, you know, and MLS came out of that and, and, you know, it's, it's a huge, a huge league. I mean, it's, it's still growing, but it's, you know, it's up there with, you know, the top and yeah, I think that, by the time that comes, you know, a lot of these MLR teams will be definitely, you know, bigger and better and the facilities will be amazing and, you know, more people will be have watched rugby. And I think at that point, that will be just the tipping point of, you know, a World Cup here in America, everyone gets behind it. Everyone kind of knows because MLR is going on. And I think we have a head start because soccer, you know, no one really knew. You know, oh, soccer. And then the World Cup came and then, boom, MLS and all that. We're already ahead of that. You know, we have the MLR. People are slowly like, oh, what is this? What is that? You know, by the time that, by the time 2031 or 27, you know, if we get that bid, you know, we have the, we have the facilities. We have the fields. We have, the, I mean, the crowds, of course, once they, you know, learn about it. But, yeah, I think it would be a blessing. Awesome. Well, you were uh, you provided some awesome answers, and and especially your your you were very selective, which I appreciate. When to run, pass, or kick, uh, but all good forwards like a like to have a go, and uh, you had plenty <laughs> of goes, so we appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so again, thank you from myself, Rob, Scott, and of course the MLR Rant viewers. We thank you very much for taking the time to be able to join us here. And I'm sure that we'll be able to see many of the comments uh, in the posts afterwards to be able to see what the fans thought. Uh, it's been a great opportunity to get some of your insights about the game as it is, uh, insights of where it could be in the future. Uh, so again, from myself and the team, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Appreciate Can't wait to see you on the pitch, man. Thank you. Aloha. Well, for those of you that have been watching this edition of the Run, Pass, or Kick interview with Sam Wuching of San Diego Legion, thank you for joining myself, Rob, and Scott for this edition. And again, we'll see you at the next. And you have been watching the Major League Rugby Rant Podcast Show.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.